Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I thought we were sitting down to discuss his, uh, his issues. From the past. Oh, dude, that's months. like a three-hour set. We're doing a three-hour set right now? I'm just kidding. What issues? That way. What, what issues? Well, well, Logan. Well, let's just, I mean, like, are, let's you, dive into are you sober right now? George, you do realize that as a member of the show that you have the ability to say, I'm going to. You can say anything you want. Yeah, I'm going to cut that. Like, you can. Let's just have a conversation. What you don't like, we pull out. We just started the episode. Oh, is that, are we rolling? Oh, yes, no, we're rolling. No, yeah. Oh, you know that. Yeah. Hey, welcome back to Impulse, the number one podcast in the world. Still not in our studio because it's currently being shipped to Puerto Rico. Where uh, we're building a new set. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna uh, replace the panel on the window with a real window. Uh, <laughs> this is Howie Mandel's studio. Um, Howie, we we love you. Thank you for letting us use your studio. This, uh, you know. I feel like it's haunted. If we could zoom into some of the stuff, uh, it, it, it's I you know I don't know how to say because we're using a studio, but like I, I definitely would, if I got teleported here by myself, I definitely would have a lot of questions. I would want to know what's like it's, what is that thing right there? Is that like a oh this is how we should have opened the show? You know those chickens? Yeah. Oh oh, I'm excited. If if you get annoyed easily, skip the next thirty seconds of this podcast. <laughs> Pretty great stuff. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Okay, so look, we haven't done a boys-only podcast in a while. We have George back. Mike and I have been traveling all over Europe. I've been traveling all over everywhere else. And uh, kind of just want to just, just have a good old uh, impulsive chat with the boys like we used to back in the day. So I actually don't know anything that happened on your guys' trip. So I'm just as curious as you guys. So yeah. I'll be throwing out a lot of questions as well. I thought we were sitting down to discuss his... Uh issues from the past oh dude that's months. like a three-hour set we're doing a three-hour set right now i'm just kidding what issues that way what, what issues well, well logan well let's just i mean like are let's you, dive into are you sober right now no <laughs> so that's an issue man we haven't seen sober logan since he was training for mayweather that, that guy sucks well let's take let's take let's take this seriously get him out of here <laughs> Let's take this seriously for a second. Right, what sure. what what do you, what is the like core reason? What benefits are you seeing out of this uh you know party lifestyle that that Tommy in it pretty infamously called you out on? I thought having a a, a, a 18 17 a 17 year old call you out would be the thing that made you change, but clearly it wasn't. Like what do you what what's the benefit? What are you getting out of this right now? What's this what's it doing for you? How's it getting your 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 willies off? Yeah, my my rocks rolling. Yeah. Uh you, you know, that moment with Tommy was powerful. When I had a 17-year-old look me in the face and tell me I needed to stop doing hard crack. <laughs> I can I, I considered it for one second. And then I realized I love hard crack. And I'll never stop. <laughs> but what what is it though? Like, cause obviously this is a bit of a sensitive topic for me, and I, I want the audience to know that obviously we're Oh why? Because you used to be a drug addict. I'm like, yeah, we all fucking know, bro. 
We all know. Didn't you write a book about it or something? No, yeah. wait, hold on. I'm on your you side. Guys, my, you bad, guys, my bad, my bad, my bad, my bad. I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. I'm so you guys sorry. done? Okay, I'm so sorry, I'm sorry. We are coming to you as friends. Well, hold on. No, well, what's going on? What approach are we taking here? They're coming to me as enemies. Yes. Well, yeah, fuck, yeah, you. fuck you, man. Hold them. I'll hit them. <laughs> no, but, but, but like, well, I'm just, no, I'm coming to you out of a point of curiosity. Sure. Like, what is it? Because clearly, all right, let's, sure. let's, let's nail this down right off the bat. There's no issue. Like, we're making light of it because there's no issue. I mean, like, there, there is a slight issue. Oh, Jeff's doing the one I, of I've, those. I've been, no, there's slight, there's slightly an issue. From the my thing- trusted advisors, I've been getting there. There's, there's potentially an issue. Brewing. I, I've been. I've been it's hearing. Making well, its way around. Well, not the camp. not not only as a result of what he's doing, but also as a result of what those substances are doing to his mindset. And so, I, so clearly, I've noticed as well a return to a some certain aspects of the Logan Paul character that I thought we had boxed up and, and coffined, and we could talk about that stuff. But like, f- first and foremost, like, what is it that's driving you to uh, the the do you want to talk about this create creativity a little bit? Like sure. that angle. So, okay. so, and I also just want to clarify when, we, when we're talking about substances, you, you talk about three with me only. I, I was joking about hard crack. I don't even know if that's a thing. I don't because I don't do crack. I no, it's have, re- it's a thing. I never can, done I cocaine. Can... Never will do anything up my nose. It's crack. Um, oh, crack. Okay. See, I don't even know crack. It's not. It's there's drugs. It's a purified <laughs> form of, of cocaine, it, boys. No. It takes all the adulterants out, makes the smoking experience uh, a little bit more effective for the end user. Okay, this is not smoking well, for dummies. Also, by the way, th- that drug I'll just say right now is is the drug that's like accidentally killing anyone, everyone, because uh, fentanyl is... No, that's heroin. Nope, nope, he's right. No, no, no. Actually, no, no, in no. Arizona right now, 11 yeah. people died because okay. in their joints. They're putting, they're putting it, that stuff in Got there. it, brother. I'm not talking about outliers. So people might die of fentanyl-laced weed and potentially fentanyl-laced cocaine, but fentanyl-laced heroin is the problem. It does it does ha- pop up in other drugs, but the majority of our people mistaking heroin for heroin. Regardless, look, it's look, bad. Look, I just want to make here's, sure we here's clarify what I'm, Here's topic. what I'm doing. Here's yeah. what I'm doing. Yes. Smoking. I'm drinking and caffeine, and um, you know, right now, uh, why I, I'm not sober right now? I took a, a painkiller because my hand was really hurting me. This is the first one I took, and like, I, I, I know it was, I got drowsy and kind of like not super present. So now I got this Red Bull, and so if you starts. just if you just mix your downers with your uppers, you can then do a podcast. No, stop. (laughs) Jeff did the cut that thing. But let me say this really quickly. That in the world outside of illicit substances is not that unheard of. There's a lot of people who... My fucking hand hurts. I I have to I'm not talking about that, but what I'm saying is a lot of people out there who... You know, drink a Red Bull vodka is a popular drink for a reason. They get they get a great effect off the off the alcohol, and they get a pop back up from the from the Red Bull. And, they, and there's levels to it. I love you know? that drink. But 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 um, why? Poor K, Logan Paul. I'm glad you asked, Mike, because I'd like to consider myself a semi uh, reasonable person, in you know, in some regards. And um, you know, I, I just I just say it. About thirty plus days ago, we sat on this podcast. Um, in Vegas, and I and I mentioned I had this idea, and I said it's one of the greatest, most, in my opinion, brilliant things I've ever conceptualized, and um, it's kind of taken over me. It is is completely consumed me in a way where I've I've just never felt this creatively limitless with what I can do, and um, having fun in a way where I'm not so uh, in my head. I.e., you know, smoking, kind of relaxing, uh, going out with my friends, drinking, just kind of being like a loose, like I'm just, I'm, I'm living. And for the first time ever, my inspiration is coming from just being, which, which is 
unusual for me, like as a creative and as most of the creatives in this room know, there's usually some sort of like brainstorming process where you sit down and um, come up with the thing that you're going to do next. Bro, I'm, a, I'm in a space in my life and in my head where I can just close my eyes and like ideas come to me and I've never, ever felt like that. And so I'm kind of leaning into this like free spirited it's called a flow state flow, yeah. you're in a you're in a, a long lasting uh uh substance inspired flow state okay so here's here's the issue you are not the first artist you are not the first artist in los angeles you're not the first you know artist in the history of the past 100 years or so to be inspired through substance use the question just becomes where's the line drawn now when you're focusing simply on there, there's no safe uh, drug, alcohol and marijuana, marijuana maybe, but alcohol is no safer than a lot of other drugs. You can run into a lot of the same kind of issues that you can with any any other substance, right? But like you look, I, I my brain automatically goes back to Hendrix. It goes back to Morrison. It goes back to, you know, Sid Barrett from Pink Floyd in his early days. It goes back to, to Joplin and all of these people who relied heavily on substances to free themselves and create the craft and the art that they were known for creating. And all of those stories ended very fucking tragically. And, I, and, I'm, and, and I'm by no means saying that you're even close to being on the level of any of those people. They were shooting heroin and, and, and doing crazy things with their bodies. I take a couple shots. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's every night. Every night. Yeah. Here's the thing. This is my point of view on it. <laughs> you, 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 your personality is this. Everything you do, you go 100%. Extremist. Yeah, yeah. Exactly, which is great. And that's why you have this, this empire that you've built, which is great. And, and I hope that you keep continuing to do that. But, but I'm a piece of shit. Not only that, <laughs> I'm noticing that you could get grumpy when you're not mm. intoxicated. And so what I'm saying is like you're already having small withdrawals throughout the day. Yeah, I know. And that is that's kind of worrying me because like I know you're an addictive, you have an addictive personality. So what happens when you're done with this project? Are you going to lose yourself to this shit that you're doing for this one no, project? No, no, that's the other thing about me. I'm a, I'm a lunatic and like I can cut stuff cold turkey. So when do me and him step in and say, okay, you're done? November 29th. And then we have the right to be like, okay, you're done with this shit. Yeah. November 29th. November, November 30th. Okay, fine. I'll, and give then you, I'll give you fucking to the end of the year. I don't even give a fuck. Well, but oh, there oh, needs oh. to be a day where I'll, I have to step in and be like, okay, enough of this shit, bro. Can I be honest with you? Yeah. I respect what you both are doing right now, but you're not going to need to step in. I do feel like he would. I think he. I think he is the type of dude that would be able to stop it. I really it's, do it's, believe it's all in I do. It's, a, it's but like I just wanted to make it hundred or zero. I also want to. I also want to level set one more time back to what you said in the beginning in the introduction to this conversation. Like, I've been with him for the majority of this uh, creative overload, and with the exception of one bone-shattering event, the rest of it. <laughs> The rest of it <laughs> happened very much within reason. He's not fucking super intoxicated. He's not shaking in the morning. He's not ripping shots at noon for the most part. 
what I'm trying to say is this: as a, as a monitor and someone who considers himself, you know, the, the warning signs are there, and so I, that's why I'm happy we're having the conversation. If he's telling us November 29th, let's fucking hold him to 30th. it. 30th, November 30th. Yep. But if you start to slide there, killer, it's going to be sooner. But what do you? What also like? Can I ask? Like, what is? What are you? You're you're telling me I need to sober, be sober November 30th? Like, what's the thing? Or is it like slow down? No, 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 it's just slow down, Can bro. I still have fun I, on I, the weekends? Of course, bro. It just has moderation, bro. Like, you have no moderation right now. It's just either high or low. Like, and it's just like a lot of it right now, which I get. It's, I know you're it, leaning in you for something? the creative it, part of it. It's so fun, bro. Yeah, no shit. So, Nobody's I'm, like, I'm hey, having so much fun. Stop. I'm having so but, much fun, but, dude. By the way, this, conver <laughs> this conversation is going to affect a lot of people in the audience who are looking back at themselves while, listen to the, while listening to this and saying like, yo, am I overdoing it? You know what I'm saying? And like, normally he has restraints on his partying that are, yo, I have a fight coming up. Yo, I have vlogs due. Yo, I have business that I have to attend to. He currently is just lost once again in the fog that is that project. And and I think to his point, once that project stops, you know, he's gonna get back into shape for whatever he's gonna do next. So it's, it's I, I love the analogy, but it's not fog. It's the most like the clear sighted vision yeah. and beautiful like mountainous landscape. And I'm just trying to sprint up it while drunk. Anyways. Can I, well, last uh, thing, I, I've always been the kind of person that says whatever works for you, different different uh, strokes, strokes for different folks. folks. And so listen, if it's working for you, and, and I think at the end of the day, it always comes down to uh, the pitfalls versus the benefits. If you're seeing the, the benefits outweigh the pitfalls and the only pitfall is one bone shattering event <laughs> that we should talk about. Yeah or no? <laughs> So so one one day I'll tell the story. Uh, today's not that day. Got it. I'm just I'm just not there yet. Did you I, talk about the pictures that are on your cast? Yeah. So everyone wants to sign casts, and you know, but I that I think that's lame. So I, my demand is that you draw a picture. Sick. And so I I got some cool pictures on here. Uh, you know, a lot of people wishing me a speed of recovery. Look, we're all adults here, and some of us choose to use nicotine to relax, focus, or just unwind after a long day. Lucy Nicotine is a company that was created to help nicotine users find a cleaner option and feel better about the ways they consume nicotine. Their latest product is Slim Nicotine Pouches, which contain pure synthetic nicotine and provide the same satisfaction that nicotine users expect without any tobacco at all. Lucy Slim Pouches use the newest technology for synthesizing pure nicotine in the lab. None of the tobacco, all of the nicotine satisfaction in Lucy Slim Pouches include both coconut oil and gum to provide a soft, fluffy texture that enhances the flavor and doesn't dry out your mouth. They come in three strengths, four, eight, and 12 milligrams and three exclusive and delicious flavors, spearmint, mango, and cool cider. It's 2021. Don't compromise when you're choosing your nicotine products to so go with the newest tobacco-free options from Lucy Impulsive Listeners. Go to lucy.co and use the promo code LOGAN to get 20% 20, 20 off your order of Lucy Slim Pouches or any other Lucy products. That's lucy.co and use the promo code LOGAN at checkout. Also, I do have to give this disclaimer. Warning, this product contains non-tobacco nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Back to the Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Program. Things happen when you're in Germany. Things happen when we were there. Do, should we do a little uh, a debrief about what is your favorite moment when you guys are on the trip? That you guys didn't invite me to, by the way. I just want to throw that out there. It, it, I'm just kidding. They did. Uh, I'm just kidding. Yeah. 
By the way, on, on that note, like this travel is, is grueling. You know what I'm saying? It's it, it work, does, Michael. It, it's work in itself, and it does a number on you. And if you're someone who has to create content, someone that's working on stand-up, which, by the way, I'd love to hear what you've been doing for the past couple weeks as well, it could it could do a fucking number on you. And, and I, you no, know, the only reason I didn't go is because I deadass was sick, and I was like, if I take this trip, I'm not recovering. Like, there's Lit no way. Literally. It, it fucks you up, dude. It does. Fuck me up. Especially at the rate that we, like, we're not going on these trips and ending up in countries for five six days at yeah. a time we're going we're, we're we're in berlin for 24 hours yeah. 12 hours at a time <laughs> and then it's on to the next spot so i don't know what do you want my, my favorites my favorite thing was was definitely in iceland there is some moment in iceland most beautiful country i've ever seen in my life i said that i know i said this on the the last podcast but i've just never seen anything like that before i i wish ever. you were i wish you were there georgie because i felt like god was with us on that trip or like the creator you know the universe like like yeah when you see something so beautiful that you know somebody had to create it well yeah. it, it was like yeah. what we were chasing that day everything that we wanted like weird like universal like the the weather would open up right when we need it rains all the time there yeah. the, the sun would peek through the clouds at the perfect yeah. moment and, and it, it was just the most amazing uh like dreamscape of an environment um personally of, of all the things we did i know uh you know it happened in hamburg but like dude germany's germany's wild yeah can we talk about the red light district can, yeah wait can but i ask I, you a I question about sure, germany sure, sure. i don't know if this is a, a like a fairy tale or whatever but is it true that there's no speed limits you could just do whatever you want certain I, areas of the autobahn that's, on, really? the, that's yeah. on the autobahn yeah so when you get outside of uh like like would it be david like city limits like you get 20 yeah. 30 miles outside of the city to the more opened up areas the the speed limit dissipates or disappears completely right so the Whoa. signs are denoted by these gray stripes and and from what i've always heard and understood about the autobahn is there's actually far less accidents there yeah. than other places on the planet which is crazy but i can imagine also that when an accident does occur They don't go That's what he was saying. Anyway. Dave, David said the Europeans uh, monitor their RPM and their speeds because of the cost of gas out there, which I'm just learning right now. First of all, in the UK, you can't get gas. There's a gas shortage in the UK, so you actually can't even get gas right, right now there. And some people have been telling me that in places like Sweden and and, and uh, those Norwegian areas that uh, gas can be as much as $25, $30 a gallon, Jeez. which is mind-blowing. So they're very caution, uh, cautious about how they speed, but... Um, Red light district. Yeah, it's so I, it's a what is that? It's a place in Germany mm -hmm. where I I can't believe this is a real thing. I walked in, I was like, this is this is, this is welcome to Germany, uh, bro. It's a it's a street where there are no women allowed, and uh, so no women allowed, and you have to be over eighteen if you are a man, and you you basically browse on this street like <laughs> a, an outdoor shopping mall, and in the window are women that you can purchase sexual favors from <laughs> i'm talking prostitution commercialized very commercialized and very legal semi so they're just standing like mannequins not standing cat calling you big boy <laughs> hey daddy looking good tonight Go, except in a german accent. and more creative than that they're <laughs> not creative. yeah they're not <laughs> they're good they're just, good they hook you dude they hook mike because you paint more of a picture for me like, yeah yeah so 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 just to back up a couple steps the red, red light district so wait, wait, just, i'm sorry I didn't mean to prostitution go, go, go. is legal completely yes yes but it's but those areas aren't always governed by by the police and so from what i understood from from be because but from what i was told by jesus and his crew and we should get into who jesus is and, and that in a second was that uh, the police offload the responsibilities in those areas because they don't want to be there. 
they don't want to be policing those zones on foot because of what happens there. So, oh, like, it's, it's, is it the hood? It's not the hood. Back, back up one second. Red, red light districts exist in many other places besides just Germany. One, you know, the, the most infamous one is, is, in, is in Amsterdam, right? And, and in the Netherlands and throughout different areas. We went to a very famous one in, in Hamburg called, uh, that's just off something called the Raperbahn, which one, is. One more time. The Raperbahn. Ri okay. Rip. Ripperbon. 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 It's a very uh <laughs> I know. I know. Very touchy but word. they go back and forth with it. So I don't know where they net out if it's I's, A's, or E's, but it's spelled with two E's, Ripperbon. Um and, and this area is kind of like the the free for all party central. It's almost like a New Orleans of sorts. You know, yeah, there's, yeah, there's yeah, bars, yeah. clubs, parties, all that shit. But what he was talking about is at some point you get to this wall that's blocked off and it says, you know, in German, beyond this point, men only. 18 plus so how did the women get there he, well we did that <laughs> no he means the we, girls working oh, no, that's what I'm oh so they have to, like okay i'm, I'm george so george those girls are allowed there okay the men <laughs> from a shopping perspective it's men only right we happen to be with a woman and we couldn't just leave her behind so did you guys dress this woman as a man that's right we did shut the fuck up <laughs> Yeah, Olivia. What happens if you get caught doing that? Is that illegal? Who knows? But I, this is the red light district, so like, is, I have it. Is I, it a lawless city? I have answers for all this. Do you want the real answer? I would love the real answer. So, so prior to very, That's George is looking at a picture of of. Uh, we turned Olivia O'Brien in, into Justin. Justin, I said, "What's your name, man?" Justin. There's Justin. No, there's no way that anybody believed that this woman, <laughs> yeah, with these features, yep. Yeah, yeah. What she it, was was an actual woman. So there's she, no way she pulled her hood up. She put a mask on, and and yes, it was a quite feminine Justin. I, I, <laughs> I we eventually rolled it back to Justine, and we were comfortable calling her Justine at one point. But but they but, knew the woman knew, bro. Georgie, let me tell you, the woman found out <laughs> in the window. So 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 back to the situation. They open the doors, the windows. They're in front of windows, and they talk to you. Hey, you. I like your show. Like, come here, come here. And by the way, these aren't like. Your normal, you know, nickel to dime process. These are good looking women, man. Like these are real, real good looking I heard, girls. I heard um in different countries where it is legal, these girls look like supermodels. They were very beautiful women. They weren't supermodels, but they were they were hot. All right. And so I'm sorry. How do you guys is, I'm having a hard time getting through this story because you're just repeating what I said. You just keep sure. asking questions. Can I just no, I'm asking just, like, it from an audience perspective. I know this, this they're asking the same questions. How do you sure. guys always stumble upon prostitutes? Look <laughs> at every trip you guys take. It's <laughs> a good question. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Nah, he's right. Not for me. Well, I think he's I only stumble upon prostitutes when I'm with him. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> okay, so, okay, so continue the story. I just wanted to throw that out there because I know there's some people watching this being like, these impulsive guys are, are running to prostitutes. Well, yeah, we are in depth on the topic, but, but for his sake and Dottie's sake, long story short, we go in this area and the girl and the girls do find out that Justin is actually Justine. Got it. And uh, I'm like, you know, because we're, by the way, kind of playing into it. Have you met our friend Justin? And they're like, that ain't no girl. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't no girl. She goes, who are you? Who is this bitch? That yes, you yes. They're cussing yes. at her. Whoa, Whoa yeah, really? They get, they're mad. They get mad. They, bro, do you know what they do if they catch a girl on the street? They throw buckets of piss, piss at them. urine. They throw buckets of, yeah, of urine. urine at the girls. There's where the Germany, fuck. Germany. They, first of all, I want to know who assembles the bucket of piss. 
They collected Who's throughout like, this the morning, day. guys, come on, just in case Justina comes back. They collected throughout the day, so that was There are no rules in this place. You don't use toilet. So they can't call the cops, so they, they, they just take matters into their own bucket. Yes. That's right. Nice. That was an old tactic when buckets were still used for urine. I don't think they're doing that anymore. But oh, so they're not doing... They didn't throw piss at her? No. No, They no. did call her a beach, and... Uh, we and we then left. There was no, by the way, no prostitution was solicited on this trip. There, we, it, there was no closure. It was just exploring the area because it's something that needs to be explored. That's I would all. definitely explore that. And also, I might get a lot of trouble for this, but I've always been curious growing up why prostitution wasn't legal everywhere. Why do they take the rights from women to do what they want with their body? I have a lot of questions about legality on a lot of things. You yeah. Know? yeah. I mean, and by the way, like, like. I don't like promote it, but I also don't like the fact that they remove things from people. I think if this is free. weed is the one right now that it, that is boggling to me. The, lega yeah. the legality of weed, yeah, because you know, uh, being from or having lived in California for six seven years, uh, it, it became legal and it, it was so normal, right, for everyone to be smoking like wherever, yeah. And pretty much everywhere else you travel, it, that's just not the case. They look at it like a hard drug. It's it's insane. It's insane to me. Yeah, it's 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 it's. It, I mean, the, bro, the world's just in you know different places um, at different times. It's just yeah. different points of views, which is crazy to me. Bro, it bothers me that, and as there's a lot of people, people are still locked up for a very long time for small small amounts um, of weed in America. Possession yeah. of weed. Yeah, it's it, like, it bothers me that they're locked up in states that are not legalized. To me, it's like that's what horrible. The fuck? That's horrible. I don't I, I don't yeah. understand. I might make a, a little play for that eventually. Like Kim K does. Uh, Right, she she she's an advocate, the for leader on it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, she's which, been to the White House, which is oh, oh, she's been to the White House on that topic to try to oh. get people out on crimes that are <laughs> for crimes that Good are for her, bro. Good for her. I'm yeah. actually, I I love Kim Kardashian, dude. The fact that she could just be sitting on the fact that she's just pretty and has a lot of money, but she's like actively using her brain to like make the world a better place is dope. absolutely, absolutely. I think a lot of people sell her short because she does she does do it. No, she's good. a fucking genius, and anybody who ever does not think that they're just haters. Yeah, they're haters. Yeah. Um, so you guys, that was one one area. So yeah. uh, I heard there was a lava, or like a volcano. This like, was in Iceland. Okay, let's talk about Iceland. I have this thing where when I go on trips, especially now when I'm in this like kind of manic state, not kind of. What, no, no, he's definitely in a manic <laughs> state. Like uh, it's hilarious like to I, watch it happen. I don't, <laughs> I don't sleep. I always want to just do stuff. If you, if I cannot be still, I'm pacing every single. The moment I wake up and leave the bed, I'm walking in circles. And so I'm like, we're in Iceland, dude. And the one thing I haven't done yet is hiked a volcano. The only issue was it was 2 a.m. <laughs> and it was raining. And our flight was the next morning at like 7. So Wait, like, hold on. If it's raining, then the, the volcano shouldn't be able to like, you can't see lava, yeah? It, rain will actually not cancel uh, a volcanic explosion. I'm it, pretty the, sure weather has to do with the... Uh, is it no or not? I, no? What? I thought that if like... It rains a lot. It like presses it down for a little bit, uh, and then it comes back up. Mm. What do you presses? What? I'm not a volcano. Lava? What, what happens when Thinking rain hits 1,200 degree lava? It's not even the heat. It's well, more the all, pressure. That's a lot, isn't that? Like, but water makes it snow. All right, mm. I don't know anything about bro, volcano. No one's gonna make fun of me. Who bro? else knows about precipitation? You know about You're volcanoes? not that guy, pal. You'll never oh, be that you know, guy, I'm bro. stupid. There is underwater volcanoes that are stronger than the ones that are on land. So I fucked up. Just so you know, I would never make fun of you. I didn't think that was. I just thought it was a question. That was it. 
it's, thank, I think it's more mate. of a pressure-based thing. I don't think your rainstorm is going to shut it's down. It's not too much pressure. I didn't look, know that much. Look, the rain did not cancel <laughs> the volcanic eruption. If it was in LA, it would. The volcanic eruption. <laughs> that was funny. The that was funny. <laughs> the volcanic, volcanic eruption canceled itself. It was dormant. It, it, it stopped. <laughs> I, it, it was dormant? We knew it. We knew yeah, it. Yeah. It had stopped it flowing. Tracks. It had stopped flowing for two days. <laughs> And we were like, all right, we're gonna, I, I'm, I'm going to give this a shot. So, bro, we show up at this volcano. Long story short, five of us ended up hiking a fucking volcano. With, could, could you name the people so we could paint this with picture? no lava. Yeah, it was Neil, our security guard, who's seven foot, by the way. <laughs> Actually seven foot. Uh, 400 or something. Uh, uh, Viking, our host in Iceland. Uh, uh, Sorel Amor. A, These names a, are fantastic. A travel influencer who I found out was... A travel influencer after the the hike same. And, I, and i was one same and i was wondering why i was like it's i know danny's a badass because danny was there and she was hiking with us but this other girl sorel like no one complained which was kevin was there too that, that's it and me um and no one complained it bro and and when i uh, bro, I, you know I'm, pre, I'm pretty hard like i can do i can do a hike in the rain no yeah. problem but like Definitely wasn't easy. It was a little jaunt, and no one complained, bro. Like I'm talking freezing cold weather, rain up a hill in the mud at four, five a.m., bro. How was the pace? Were you guys going fast? Pace was quick because that Viking dude, dude, yo, he was chalking. Yo, watch this dude hike a mountain. Really? I, that's when you know he's from Iceland. Right, it was right. the first time I was like, oh, this he's fucking Icelandic, bro. How, how tall are these mountains, by the way? Tall. We ended up hiking four miles up. I was very tired. Yeah, yeah, up, yeah. Not 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 uh, steep, you know, like a maybe like a ten degree incline, okay, fifteen okay, degree okay, incline. Don't look at me at any point because I was. He, where were you? We knew he couldn't come. <laughs> I was he he was in the green light district. Yeah. In the green light district, it's a little bit different than the red light district. <laughs> and, and bro, you know what the craziest part was? The reason Danny was there was because we flew her to Iceland with that life size. Charizard. Six foot Charizard costume yeah, yeah. that David Cho made me oh. because we were going to carry it up the volcano and take a picture of it in front of the lava. Genius. Yeah, but it, the volcano wasn't erupting. It was fucking raining. And so. Wait, wait, you guys went up with this thing? No, no, because it wasn't erupting. You got can it, like tell. It, we, were, we were going to. Mm -hmm. and, and, and so now just, you just wanted to go just to see it, even if it wasn't. Yeah, that's got it. Okay, saying. cool, cool, cool. And, and, and I guess like a bookend this was saying like it was such a fucking fun experience. And like experiences like that, you, you, you really carry with you for when you do the next thing where you're like, oh, this is kind of crazy. Like there's no uh, service up here. It's like I, I like putting myself in uncomfortable scenarios, as you guys know, and I like doing a lot. So I'm prepared for literally anything and so like i've said it before life isn't short you just got to do more like push yourself to go find parts of yourself that you wouldn't unless you're in a very specific circumstance the more you know yourself i think the better person you can be in this in this world and i, I try to you know discover myself through and through and like experiences like this and especially traveling when you dig deep best. things happen we interrupt this program to bring you a word from our sponsors. It's Blue Chew today. Say it with us. Blue, Blue Chew. Chew. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable form and at a fraction of the cost. Blue Chew's tablets help men achieve harder, stronger erections to combat all forms of ED, erectile dysfunction. Blue Chew is an online prescription service, so no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy, and it ships right to your door in a discreet package. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part? 
It's all done online. Blue Chew's licensed medical providers work with you to find the right ingredients and strength for your prescription. Uh, so if you could benefit from the extra confidence when it's time to perform, perform visit BlueChew.com for more details and important safety information. Here's a special de- uh, special detail. It says deal, and I'll say it. We got a special deal for you guys. Try Bluetooth free when you use the promo code Logan at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. That's Bluetooth.com. Promo code Logan to receive your first month free. Thank you and Bluetooth for sponsoring the podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Reading is hard. <laughs> lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, even when you don't dig that, like we... it wasn't like we're, we're dying, but it wasn't like an easy I hike. heard that. Uh, now, I didn't hear any of this side of the story, but Olivia was like, yo, uh, the security guard was like, this was top five. The worst <laughs> no, I so I came out the next morning. <laughs> I go I go up to Neil. And and by the way, like the part that le- he's leaving out is hike ended at 530. They all come back soaking wet to the hotel. Flights at seven. Like, like, like go to the airport, <laughs> get your shit, pack your bags in the five seconds you get back to the hotel and go to the airport. So while that's normal for us at our at the pace that we've been running these trips, sometimes what you're asking of these like security uh, protocol, like these security teams, I, I go up to Neil. He's standing out in the pouring rain, still <laughs> loading our 800 pound bags into the car after this six hour hike march that that like yes, it was exciting for some of the people involved, but like let me tell you, for the people that didn't want to be there probably was ex- i go dude everybody's so you know i'm waking up after 10 hours of sleeping i go seems like you guys had a great time like everybody's pretty pumped up he goes don't let any of them lie to you top five experiences top five worst experiences in my life top five i go he goes he goes they're gonna come he goes they're gonna come up to you and they're gonna tell you that it was one of the best things they've ever done it was fucking awful it was fucking awful mate and i'm so jealous that you didn't go i go but you saw the lava he goes it was this big we saw no lava he goes it was this fucking big mate he goes we hiked up a pitch black sopping wet mountain i was in my fucking jeans mate i've never been so wet in my life top five worst experiences of my life Sideways. Sideways rain. And, and, he, and he, he slipped too. He slipped too. And busted. He goes, I busted my damn knee. And, and this but, is but like, you a, know, like, why did yeah, you need to bring him? Are you tra- No, like, no. So that's that's the thing. Yeah. Lava? Beforehand, I said, Neil, just so you know, this is going to be a little, like, you know, this is going to be a thing. Yeah. And you don't have to come, obviously. Oh, so you gave him that. Yeah. 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 So he, oh, he, he, he said, he goes, mate, I'll live for this shit. And, and by the way, I didn't know that because he never told me that and didn't complain one fucking time. I, I love Neil. Dude, he's the best. He's, he's the, the best in the best. world. If you ever need somebody to protect you, better, hands better. down the best fucking guy if ever. If you ever see anyone important doing anything significant in the UK, Neil is next he's to them. He's there. He's the big guy next to Anthony <laughs> Josh. Whoever, right? He's the sharpest you can't, you can't get Uzi, him. Josh. Yeah, he's, he's, and, he's and, the shit. And just another note on the uh, him not telling you part. I actually wasn't supposed to tell anybody. <laughs> I was supposed to say that. He was like, mate, don't tell him I said this. No, nah, but he's he's not going to care. But he did. He offered up because here's why. When you're in Iceland and you get that kind of opportunity, this is how he explained it to me. He's like, they gave me an out, mate, and I didn't take it because it's opportunity. I'm in Iceland. It's an opportunity. And, and, and 
Did you were there moments on the hike where you felt like you you wanted to give up at all or not? Me for no, no, you no, no, but I'm sure Danny no, none of you guys. Okay. It was, uh, that stuff I live for. Yeah, yeah. I same. I, and I and I knew that. I, I knew there was no lava. I just wanted to hike a fucking mountain while like vibing in Iceland. Those are the ones that that challenge me more than anything. Are the ones that don't have no the, the crazy payoff. Yeah. Like yo, if we make it to the top of this mountain, we get to see the coolest volcanic eruption. <laughs> like you're going up that mountain knowing that when you get to the top, you're gonna be let down. Got yeah. it, got it. Okay, okay. No, I, it, that's 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 where it did get hard. I noticed I definitely hit a wall, yeah. which, you know, I'd been up for fucking two days straight, and, like, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm dying. Damn, two days up and then hiking? I have, I have, uh... I have I have two two stories yep. that are kind of good. Oh, I, by the way, I'm I really love the direction of this podcast so far. I, 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 oh, these I'm stories fine. are so cool. Good. And if you have any, also please share, Georgie. We haven't heard from you in a while. Are we done with Europe? Is there anything else? I, mean, I was just gonna. I mean, we did the 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 uh, red light district, so now it seems like a strip club story would be a little odd. Yeah. yeah. No. Oh, oh, no, just, that's what I'm talking about. Oh, really? I have a strip club story. Oh, I, okay. Do you have one? All, all that happened to me was so. In between Hamburg and Iceland, we did go to Berlin. We didn't get to experience it. One thing I do understand about this this wild city, the, the capital, is it the capital of Germany? Ah, oh, fuck. Berlin? I don't, I don't know. It, it's a city in Germany. A big city in Germany. They have these ultra clubs that go on all night for like three days straight. I go to this uh, one strip club because I didn't go to the ultra clubs, and it's this place called Golden Dolls. I'm going to give them a free shout out if that's okay or yeah, we can sure. bleep it. Sure. And I walk in. And I immediately see all these really good-looking strippers. And the first girl, the closest of proximity, turns to me and goes, I can't believe you're here. Oh, no, that's that's not the right accent. <laughs> Dude, you do the same accent. I can't believe you're here. <laughs> I watch all of your podcasts. <laughs> I can't believe it. <laughs> I see all your shows. I watch the night. Now it's done. But she was a fan, bro. And it was, uh, and it was and this. She, she t said this to him as she was upside down sliding on the pole <laughs> right before the strippers do their famous thunderclap with their heels. They go, they go. And they clapped their heels together, like like a mating call. <laughs> but it was, bro. But it was the first time I ever ended up in a scenario like that where it was like a a, a stripper that was a fan, <laughs> and it, it changed the dynamic incredibly, mm. and not in a good way. Yeah, of course. It, 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 it was it was it was weird, bro. So like so like she <laughs> told the boss of the place, and he goes, you know. Doors are open. What? <laughs> Whatever you need. Why is everybody you meet angry? Whatever you need. So he did she give you her real name? No. So he just started. He put us at the table. Started bringing shit out. He's like, any dances you want are are on the house. Anything you want, it's on the house. Okay. We you know we're big fans. Blah blah. blah so on and so forth. Hilarious. So I don't know if I told you this, but I go downstairs. And for a, for a dance, just because it's customary, like it's like go get a fucking dance or at this club, whatever. So I'm getting this dance. <laughs> I love the build up to like, make it seem okay. We're here. It's customary. It's customary. I don't want to be disrespectful. You said it's the... free, so I got five of them on me. I didn't want to be rude, so I got all the girls back in my corner. No, so I bring the fan one Such down there, and she goes, um, you know, I I've been following you, and you know, you I was a, a huge fan of your ex girlfriend as well, and she was so pretty. And it, she started dancing and she, it threw the dynamic off because she told me that she didn't feel pretty enough because of who my ex was. Oh my God. Leave that shit at home. I, bro, I Leave it at I immediately home, was like, <laughs> We're all working here. I immediately this was like, yeah, this is over. Like, let's just go back upstairs. And we just, and it was <laughs> so, so awkward. No. It was bad. It was, I was like, yo, poor you're- girl, this poor girl. Ugh. Oh, that's sad, bro. I would have done this. I would have called that off. It was weird. I did. That affect me. That would affect. That affect me. What's that your strip? What's your strip club? Sorry. 
I was, thought you were gonna say what's my stripper name, which by the way I think we should do really quick. Middle okay. middle name street you grew up on. Um, Woodridge. My, what what? My street. Is Ed- Edward Woodridge. Woodridge. What's Edward Woodridge? Is, isn't your middle name Edward? Emmanuel. Emmanuel Woodridge. <sighs> what's your up? middle name? Emmanuel Woodridge. <laughs> <laughs> now coming to the stage, Emmanuel Woodridge. I threw my thunderclap. <laughs> <laughs> Is that? I don't know why, but that's kind of a hot name. Yeah, you're kind of hot. Wood yeah, rage. Yeah, you're kind of hot. That's the wood has rage. <sighs> so what's your guys's? Don't leave me here. Lo- Lo- the fuck! I even want to do this. They made me say shit, and then they just sat there quietly. Lauren Sawmill. That sounds right. Lauren Sawmill. Yeah, my mom. Lauren. <laughs> you it's Lauren. She was a big fan of Ralph Lauren. Lauren. Middle name is Lauren. <laughs> Lauren. I'm not calling you Mike anymore. Lauren. Lauren, it's Lauren. Lauren. Yeah, Thank yeah. you, Jeff. Yeah, it's whatever, French. Yeah, whatever you say, Jeff. Oh, it, 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 it's too. You're, well, you're a girl. Yeah, but it's fun. It's fine. It's 2021. You could be Lauren. <laughs> she said, "Yeah, it's fun." <laughs> that's fire. What's yours? Alexander Bradley. Oh, that's well, that's good. cooler than your real name. That's good. Alexander Bradley, dude. That would have been my name. I would have changed that shit to that. Just yesterday, I was in Oregon, visiting Oregon. And I ended up at a strip club in the middle of fucking Oregon. You guys know where that place is? Of course you don't. Isn't it a big, relatively big uh, city? It, it's actually incredible. Right, yeah, right. It's actually, it, I, we had we had probably one of the most fun twenty four hours of my life. And I wasn't there, by the way. And I didn't drag you because it was supposed to be it was supposed to be a quick jaunt. And right, right. you know, we we had heard that there was a, we we wanted drinks at like eleven p.m. and nowhere was open except the strip club. So we walked to the strip club. Yep, walked to the, down the street. It's Oregon. And uh, we go in there, and 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 everything's all good. I I had some cash on me, so I I, I withdrew three thousand dollars in singles, right? And just and started just handing them to the patrons, and I'm just like, here, like throw this money, like let's like like these girls gonna work tonight, and we gonna make sure they get paid, you right, know? Right, right. right? Like it was fun. It was the first. If I, mind you, you know how I feel about strip clubs. I fucking yeah, hate. Like I get uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah, I can't yeah, yeah. be there. Whatever. But I was like, I was having fun. We're in Oregon doing whatever, and uh, so I have this brick of cash under my arm. I'm in this Oregon strip club. And like, I, I don't know how to say this without coming off pretentious, but uh, when I often find when I go to um, m- like middle America or flyover states, sometimes the uh, like etiquette for filming me is a bit uh, less, uh, I think, appropriate than usual. I.e. I'm sitting at a strip club <laughs> with a fucking brick of cash under my arm and some dude comes and puts his camera in my face. Nah, nah, nah. At an Oregon strip club. Right. Fam, I have a broken hand. I'm at a strip club in Oregon. Like I'll talk about it, but fucking, I don't want y'all to see that. Like, get this shit, get your fucking phone out of my face. One good hand, the classic. Sink, snatch his phone. I have it now. I have the video. He's like, bro, give me my phone. I go, bro, you just took a fucking video of me in my face at a strip club. Dude, I think that's weird. He goes, bro, give me my phone. So I go in, I delete it. Thank God his phone was unlocked, so I go to recently delete it. And and mind you, the 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 dynamic of this is weird because like, <laughs> I have. One hand that I'm currently using to delete the video on his phone. I'm defenseless, right? And so I don't know if this guy, Kevin's standing right there, and we, 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 don't, really, we don't have a crew. We don't have, like, people. She's like, bro, give me my phone. I go, fam. And now, now, now I set the brick down because I'm like, now I'm getting angry. This guy needs to shut the fuck up and get out of my face. Uh, <laughs> and, and so I set the brick down, and, and I, I sense that, like, thing coming. I yeah. go, I go, bro. You just took a video of a stranger in a strip club. Do you not think that's weird? 
He goes, no, no, it's cool, man. I go, you just took a video of a strip club, of a stranger at a strip club. Do you not think that's weird? He goes, no, bro, I swear it's cool. I go, no, I'm telling you it's not cool. <laughs> I'm telling you right fucking now it's not cool. He goes, no, please, please, just. I go, bro, admit to me right now that it's weird to take a video of a stranger in a strip club. He goes, well. Now they mention it, mate. He goes, you know, yeah. no, no, seriously. He had a moment of like, like to him, it's like he just discovered the, uh, the cure to cancer. He's like, gravity. Oh. Yeah, I guess it is a little weird. <laughs> I guess that is a little weird. I go, yeah, it fucking is. Now take this stack, go throw it at the strippers and get a Let's shot with go. me. Nice. That's <laughs> so, how you handle so it. So we took a shot. We threw the money and it was great. But like. I guess I was just so stunned. Like, I don't know if he was in shock that I was like pressing him a little bit and maybe he just kind of panicked, but like, yeah, th yeah. So that's, that's why I say that it's, it's uncommon. I don't know. Like a person with like a following in Bend, Oregon, a strip club is probably not too common. I'm assuming that's where. <laughs> Can you tell me what he, my, my favorite is knowing what they say when the phone's in your phone. Cause my, my guess is, uh, can I take a stab at sure. it? Yo, it's Logan Paul. No, nothing. No, nothing. It, he wasn't like a. Uh, no, he wasn't. It, there was nothing. It was just like that. And I go. He goes. What? What the? F I go. Bro, you just took a fucking video of me. Yeah. Right now, you think that's weird? Come huh? on, mate. Give me my phone back. No, this was in Oregon. Yeah, but they're all British. <laughs> if you ask me, any reaction is British, dude. And uh, I said, yeah, that was cool. We went to a dick museum in Iceland. I can't believe it, dude. It was the first time in my life I was like, dude, I'm not the only person person who thinks penises are fascinating there's an entire museum dedicated to cock in, they in iceland to, they, tried in Reykjavik. To, they tried to spice it up by calling it the reykjavik phallological museum yeah they try to make it like scientific it's a dick it's it's the dick museum it's you a go, museum of cocks you go there to look at penis there's no other way around it so it's just like different styles no everything different species different there's it from what i understand so that literally would be different strokes for different folks i love that for dude us. there are wieners in jars, like pickles, like floating in some sort of like formaldehyde or something that preserves the integrity of the of the um, the the cock. Do they say whose it is? Yeah, yeah, hilarious. But it's but it's like elephants or some interplanetary. Dicks. Oh, dude, I'm fucked up. <laughs> I literally thought it was only humans. Are were there any human cocks in there? It was yeah. There's a couple. <laughs> I know, but in my mind, I just pictured a bunch of human dicks. That's a no, weird no, thing to picture. A couple, there are a few. There are a few. I'm gonna. I need somebody to pull that out of context what George just said and post it on Twitter, please. In my mind, I pictured a bunch of human dicks. <laughs> oh my god, fucking stupid. Oh shit. Oh my god, it's hilarious. Um. Okay. <laughs> we gotta get out of the dick. So if you somehow. were trying to look for a dick there, it would be literally. I'm trying. <laughs> Never. I mean, these jokes are not gonna fly. What about the What about the topic we were we were popping off about pre show? It's it, it's sensitive. Yeah, it's, it's a little yeah, sad. Yeah. I, think it's, I, think, I don't think there's anywhere I was thinking about it. Um, what have you been up to, Georgie? We haven't seen you. Uh just practicing the craft. Yep. Um, I had I actually do have a funny story. Go so uh, I went to Vegas to open up for Joe Coy. Amazing. And I, you know, like still like it's, we're kind of like on this basis where I don't ask, you know, but if you say, let's do it, I'm there. I'm trying to hone in these skills and craft. Uh, I get there and he's like, uh, yo, you're not performing tonight. And I was like, oh no, I thought I did something wrong. Uh, but it was because we, they had a special guest, Tiffany Haddish, and she came bro and blew the fucking oh, house sure, off. Yeah. Right. So I'm like, oh shit, like this is great. Uh, and then I'm like, but tomorrow. Uh, so I went to dinner with them, by the way, right? So I'm still in the like the phase of like, you know, like, hey, I'm still here, like I'm gonna be here, <laughs> yeah. and uh, making them laugh. And then yesterday, uh, the, the next day, we go on these the razor things, bro. And I'm with. I just got introduced to the gentleman who runs the Laugh Factory. 
and and if you guys don't know what that is, that is like, dude, if you're trying to be a, like a comedian, like that is, the everybody spot. started there. Everybody started right, there. Right, right, right. He's in my razor. Me and Batch are racing, and I'm like head to head. I'm doing the one thing my dad told me: don't fucking do when you're in this shit. Don't be right here because you can't see the ground, and if you hit a rock, you'll flip. Hard cut, we flip, <laughs> pop, and I'm with the dude, and I'm like, oh my god. So we're over. I'm like, it can't get worse. Then the gas thing pops, and just the whole gasoline is being poured what? on this man. I was like, there goes my career. I'm never doing stand up ever yeah, again. Yeah, you incinerated the guy with the keys <laughs> to your future. Yeah, you incinerated Mr. Miyagi. You're Mr. Miyagi, <laughs> bro. So I was like, this can't fucking get worse than this. Oh, it can. Someone threw a match. <laughs> <laughs> it could definitely get worse, brother. <laughs> <laughs> It could get worse. Short story, uh, Batch and, and, and Joe have to come back to get us because we can't lift this shit. So like, so now I'm embarrassed. They're laughing. They're recording and, and making fun of me. And I'm like, ah, yeah, I'm so stupid. Like, just like, there's nothing I could do here. That in the midst of them making fun of me, they're all laughing. They're like, dude, come and perform tonight at the win. And I'm like, bet. On oh, Vegas? Yes, yeah, my oh, first wow. theater event. Yeah. There's over a thousand people. Uh... And I'm confident, bro, because every time I perform so far, I've been really impressing a lot of big people. Like, I'm not going to name drop, but a lot of sure. people have reached out and they're sure. like, yo, I want you to perform at my show. I want you to do this. So I'm very excited. And I, and I think I'm about to fuck this day up, bro. Like, I'm about to kill it, right? I have my jokes. I know what I'm doing. I have the energy. I get on. Nobody. No and by the way, I made it very clear that this is my first theater performance. I'm excited. I'm backstage. It's my first theater. So my first joke I have this thing where I grab my phone and dude, every time I do this joke, it crushes, brings the house down. And that's what I open up with to let people know like I'm funny and I go in. Nobody tells me, Mike, that the theater is designed so you can't hear the audience. What? Oh, that's horrible. Bro, bop, tell my joke. <laughs> if they're like muffled. Bro, it like blew a shotgun through my chest. How did it feel? How did, did you feel like anxiety? Like just, I, I swear to God, Mike, I, I was so frozen up in that moment that I wanted to just put my mic back and just walk off stage. Like, so I'm like, oh my God. And mind you, bro, we have the biggest comics watching me right now backstage. And I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Like, this is it. Again, my career's done. But then something I, do, I dug deep. I was like, yo, if I'm going to bomb for the first time, I'm just going to just do Keep it. Keep going, yeah. So I performed this shit as if I'm killing it, dude. Thank God. So I come off stage and they're like, yo, you did great. And I thought they're making fun of me. And I was like, fuck you guys. And I was like, no one laughed. They're like, what are you talking about? And Reed hands me my phone and I could hear people laughing. Oh, shit. I was like, oh, thank God. So if it really wasn't for me being like, fuck it, I'm just going to just drown in this, then I, I would have fucked up my whole like life in this situation. I think, I think that's a lesson I'm sure you can kind of repeat it as well. It's like you need to get comfortable in your life if, if you're watching this and you're putting crafts out there or, or you're in any kind of uh, space. You need to get comfortable in life delivering what you believe to be your best work and then being ag semi-agnostic to what the initial reaction to it is. I've mastered it. Uh, you're amazing I, I'm, at it. I'm the best at it. Yeah. I work on a project for two and a half, three years. I've done it twice. At the completion of the project, after literally tens of thousands of hours of working on something that is so near and dear to me and has become a part of my life, twice now I've gone, I hate that. I hate it. I'm not going to do it. Wow. Oh, and walking I, away without wa without walking got away. It, got it. Get I, it happened with, to me with music, bro. Right, right, I right. I really, really, really tried to make good music. A lot of time, a lot of production, traveling to everything. You made a recording studio yeah, in your house. In your recording house, studio yeah. in my yeah. house. 
hundreds of hours writing and recording music, vocal lessons every single day. No, sorry. Twice a week for every single week for two years. I was there when you uh, when you were like, you know what, this isn't it. You were showing me a song and you were literally like, I'm done with this. And I was like, oh. Yeah, because I realized it's, it's just like, it's not me. I'm way, uh, For some reason, I just don't tick in that. But being agnostic to your work and unbiased to what you've created, I think could help so many. You have to put good people around so you to be honest. So many people. Exactly, exactly. I'm and, not, like, and like I run, by the way, I run, as you guys know, all my creation ev- by, by every, every yeah, one yeah, of yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yep. You, you, you know, and we do the same. I think we kind of all learned how to do that. This you, is we, did it, we did it last night. You, yep. you, you, I literally, you did, you I wrote a joke. A joke. Uh, I've been working on this joke for uh, a good, a good few weeks, and I pitched it to Logan. Logan's like, "Yeah, I liked like maybe six percent of that." He's like, "Get rid of it." <laughs> I was like, "Sick." Okay, move on. <laughs> uh, but no, so the stand-up thing uh, is really cool. I'm in a great place. Uh, this is a guy named Enrique who's running Laugh Factory. He's introduced me to everybody in the industry, and I'm talking about people I look up to. And uh, they're just sitting down one on one, and I'm just asking them questions, and they're just giving it to me. So I'm on this fast track to learn. Uh, I'm getting offered to do really big shows right now, and I'm respectfully declining just because I really want to master this craft. One, I know people are gonna uh, look harder on me because I came from the social media. They world. will, yeah. And two, I don't want to disrespect any comics because they had a really dude to be a comic and to be a successful comic, they had to be shitted on and worked. And beat to just get one thing that I'm basically getting for free. Yeah, yeah. So as respect to the community, I'm like, I reject offers and I'm sitting here working on the craft and I'm going to be there when I'm ready. Your head's in the perfect spot. Yeah. It's fucking fantastic. I appreciate it's, that. It's sort of taking a page from uh, Thor's book in Iceland. I don't, I don't know if you saw the podcast. You definitely didn't see the podcast. You don't watch shit. No, unless I'm on it, I don't watch yeah, it. <laughs> I know, I know. Um, <laughs> but but I, I, I commended him for his ability to like dedicate himself to a craft and then come out as the best. Like I, I think you should for like two to three years, dude. Not underground, but don't go crazy, bro. Like, yeah, master that skill mm-hmm. before the world sees you for the first time. I think that's really strong. I, I admit it to everybody and to the people that I look up to. I say I'm gonna be the greatest comedian in the world, and I go, not yet. I, I'm gonna have a, maybe it's gonna take me forever, but I will become one of the greatest comedians in the world. Manifestation. I love. I have it. to be. This is like, dude. When I was on stage and I realized this is my baby, I was like, fuck. Like, I will give up everything for this. Like, literally Even everything. Even Impulsive Podcast? Everything. So, at the beginning of this one, I did go to Twitter. We were looking for some topical shit. Um, I, got a, I got a few here. You want to try to rapid fire sure, some of this? Sure, sure. Uh, you met Drake. Oh, my God. How did yeah, you know. not yeah, talk about Oh, my kinda, God. What? How did you not that. talk about what that? What the fuck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What the fuck? You're welcome. Oh, my God. <laughs> I did. What the fuck? But I had met him before, which is why... Uh, it wasn't as like driving for you. No, no, like, it, it, it was. Yeah, it was driving Drake. right I mean, after CL, right after CLB drops. Yeah, he, it's like peak Drake, dude. I got I got a f- photo with peak Drake. Yep, when Drake's peaking. Yep, and, Drake's, and, Drake's uh, like so goaded that like just. I went to his house and he wasn't even there. People were congratulating me. Bro, like, what the fuck? <laughs> Bro, like, just to meet him anywhere. And, okay, so I heard the story, but, yeah, this is pretty cool. I, I actually don't want to tell the story. Yeah, it, don't tell it, us not it. that cool. It's, uh, I, I'm, I'm going to save it Thought, for... Thoughts on uh, the uh, uh, tattoo for Woodley? Oh, oh my God, God bro. I'm just going to keep this I'm Tyron Woodley got the I Love Jake Paul tattoo. I actually 
can't fucking believe it, bro. I can't. I know why because of his placement. Obviously, he did. it's it's weird. He put I and then loved uh, in a forty five degree angle, and then Jake Paul and actually like cool font. Like if he was gonna do it, I think he, he <laughs> jokes right. aside, I think he did it right because it's also the way he structured it and, and intentionally. Uh, he's gonna cover it up with some shit. Uh, he, it, whether it's it's uh, the easiest removal place. Oh, is he, it? He, yep. He, uh, okay. It seems like is he doing it because he wants a rematch? Yeah. No, yeah, he I, just did it because he loves Jake. He, he really loves fucking Jake. idiot. <laughs> <laughs> he really like he got a, he got he lost a fight. He was sitting at home one day. And he's like, you know what? I fucking well, love Jake. Well, I didn't know if he did it because he was trying to keep his word. You know what I'm well, saying? Well, his or word if, was that the loser gets the tattoo. Like that's the, the bet's over. F- rematch or not? Like who gives a fuck? Like he, he you know, uh, if I were Jake, no, no, I don't he know. wanted the rematch. That's why he posted it with the if him saying if I get it, what you do? He goes bet. Yeah, but that's the second part of a deal that was already done. That's my issue with it. You can't make a second bet as like a because the first bet was whoever loses gets an I love blank tattoo. That's the bet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what oh, was that's right. what was fulfilled. You're right, you're right. And then so Tyron tried not to a word. Ty, Tyron tried to be like, well, now I'll get a rematch too. Nah, bitch, you fucking lost the bet and you actually got a a fucking tattoo. A grown ass man has a tattoo on his finger. Hey, it says I love Jake Paul. Who, bro? Hey, I think a lot of people are. I think a lot of people are here for that rematch. Including Dave Chappelle, I'm <laughs> Dave Chappelle is, but uh, but uh, I'm very here for that. Li- literally, that and by the way, and by fight, the way, bro. listen, Jake Jake's doing everything right. Everything he's doing is is uh, business first and career first. Never been as confident in the fucking kid as I am right now. Doesn't need any advice. Doesn't need any help. Like he he is trucking and crushing it, and it's amazing to watch. But I I, I think. I think more people than he might think are here for that. Re- I think that rematch gets a, a lot of buys, and I would I would certainly watch it. Uh, Diaz in the octagon. Nick Diaz, yeah, returned to the octagon to fight Robbie Lawler. I think for the their second time in, in, in seventeen years. I think it was twenty six years. No, 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 no. No, he hasn't. F- no, Nick Diaz has not fought in over twenty six years. That that is. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. Fuck you. No, that's facts. <laughs> no, nah, it was it was really it was really entertaining. Like uh I, I I do have to give props to uh Nick Diaz because taking that kind of time off and like God knows what he's doing to his body because if it were me, I'd probably be drinking and smoking, hanging out with my friends, kicking my feet up, playing he some video games. Good <laughs> he physically. came out with that Stockton energy, bro. Yeah. Like bro, the roundhouse. The, bro, he, the, he tried to pull the Masvidal right bro, off the that rip. was the funniest <laughs> thing. I was like, what the fuck? It was the, that card was great, dude. Uh, uh, Shevchenko doing her little spins after she wins. She, she's, a, she's, she's a Russian killer. She's a beast. Congratulations to her. She's, she's like, her and, her and Nunez are the ones to beat right now. Um, and then, uh, dude, Brian Ortega the greatest and fight. Alexander yeah, Volkanovsky. Yeah, one of the greatest. One of the greatest fights yeah. I've ever seen. Dark. I can't believe how many times we jumped up out of our seats. Like, we were literally like, I felt like I was ringside. That was the craziest fight I've ever seen in my life. The one round where Volkanovsky slipped out of two, like, fight-ending submissions. Tight. Cinched. Brian, in his post-fight interview, said he heard him gargling. (laughs) He goes, the little bastard's tough. He slipped. I heard him gargling and shit. Dude, he's, he's, he's such a good fighter and, like, entertainer. In general, I think because like he really has given his heart, soul, and life to his craft. Like you see how he ended the fight, bro. His he gave it his all, dude. Like that was a, that was a fight with two warriors. And Volkanovski's like one of the best in class right now. And I knew this was gonna be a hard fight for Brian because he's just he's a, he's like a little fucking invincible little spark plug from from Australia, mind you. Australia, Australia. 
Probably should have hit Tommy Fury when we were back on the topic, but obviously there's a lot going on there. Didn't pay his bar tab. I actually don't think there is. Maybe I, not. I think I think I think Tommy Fury is a little bit of a a little bit of um. I'd say go ahead and just say it. I, like a little bit of a like a dunce, if, if you will. It's kind of like a kind of like a fucking dweeb, <laughs> that, that whole situation. A dweeb in a, like a hot guy's body. That whole situation was weird to he's me. Good like Jake, Jake, he's so yeah, good looking. He's he's good he should, he should I met him model. at a, at the airport, and I went up to the t like say hi to him, and he looked at me like yeah. I had beef with him, and I was like, bro, I don't, no, I he's, wait, he's, where'd you see him at the airport? Back the day that he fought, he's, it, he's breathtaking. It. Did his eyes, <laughs> did his eyes freeze you where you were? I had my girlfriend wait at the gate. I was like, go over there. <laughs> yeah, of course. Go but but that whole situation seems a little odd to me. Like the the once again, Jake being on top of his shit and saying everything that was right to say. Dog, the offer is the offer because of Jake. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, do you, he, that, what does his offer look like without a Jake deal? No, it's your yeah. life's your life's over, bro. Like, he did, he did, he did. It's 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 all it's all a game. It's a little bit of a back and forth and ebb and flow. The is, got it, got the it. issue is the issue is, dude. Like, similar to Dennis, like Tommy and I'm Jake's brother, and he means this. Like, you're gonna get left in the dust. This is your moment. Take take it. He's gone. You you're like this is it. You're only gonna get to fight Jake Paul once, because who knows. Even how he's how long he wants to be doing this, bro? Does he want another one fight, two fights, three fights? Is he going to take a break? Like, and it's a big, it's a big moment for him. I mean, dude, like, think about it. If if in some crazy world he was able to fucking pull, he's got a catapult for the rest of it. Like, he could make his money with brands and all that stuff. He's just this is where people that have greed in their heart will lose. Yeah. If, if yeah. you think about money first, like, dude, I, <sighs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You got a, um, uh, you know what it is? To me, it's like, yo, if he's getting that cash. That's minimal. Maybe in his mind, he's like, yo, I don't want to get my ass beat for a little paycheck. Think about that. What but you that's mean? a big one. What do you mean minimal, bro? Yeah, he's got a, a million pay, plus. Yeah, a million bucks. He's never even made close to it. He didn't pay his fucking bar tab, dude. <laughs> like, this guy hey, On this that guy topic, I do got to jump money. in for one sec. And, and by the way, maybe that's true, but we've probably had nights where we're like, shit, dude, I can't go talk to the fucking lady. Let me tell you something. Tomorrow. Let me tell you something, bro. <laughs> you pay it the next day. Let me I'm tell not, you. Wish, you know what I mean? Fuck. Let me tell you something. I'm sure it got paid, but like, then... Why wasn't it reflected in the article? That's something. Right, right, that's right, something. Right, if you, right, if right. you have a PR team update or whatever they do, amendment, edit. Tommy Fury paid bar tab next. To, he no, doesn't he doesn't have a PR team. He doesn't have anything. He's just he's just a good looking guy who's the younger brother of a, the greatest heavyweight ever. <laughs> huh? Fury. Oh, Joshua. Joshua. Oh yeah, was, Joshua. Anthony dude. Joshua. That's, that's oh, huge, man. That is. No box, I, yeah. I can't believe that. I wasn't expecting that to be honest. You knew it. I just I, I knew that it was gonna be a good fight. And Joshua is just also a technical boxer. He's not a fighter. Like lost to Ruiz. <sighs> fight the fight. The fight game is exciting right now, dude. The fight game is spicy. The other day, bro, I went from boxing to MMA to some drama offline. I was like, this is fantastic. Oh, let's do that because we just did boxing and MMA. Let's do the drama. You got a girlfriend? Me, no. Because I've been seeing, there's been some shit heating up. I don't know if to get into it, but it's been a little bit of chirping back and forth. I'm sure the, uh, this is Crack Axe, you know, the, the group chat, the Maverick group chat. Mm. Sure, they're talking about it. You got any, you know anything about any of that shit? So, no, just sounds like something I have no interest in. Um, crypto NFTs. I mean, there's a stop, lot. Stop! Stop! Yep. I'm so bullish on NFTs. Stupid bullish. I especially now. Like, I've literally devoted my life to this shit. Like, literally 100. Because, like, when the more I got into the space, the more I realized the practical application of NFTs will 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 
make this like a mainstay in culture. Uh, everyone has an idea of what NFTs are, but I think when it really sinks in exactly what it is, um, the hold that it will have in your everyday life will be undeniable and, and no one's going to be able to ignore it. Uh, I, and, I and, and a couple projects that I, I pointed out, you know, four months ago, actually, I'm going to be honest, all of them uh, are taking off. Um, especially, bro, talked about it before, World of Women. World of Women, it's man. It's it's like, it's so cool to see the tide changing in a way and people people now kind of seeing the, the significant projects and, and and like dude you, i i have to i have to feel proud when i when i was right about uh, like a pick it, it, it lets me know my head is in the right space and I, I do kind of understand the space a little bit but uh i, I just want to hit on nfts real quick for, just again because I, I i believe they'll be a part of everyone's life eventually but um for those of you who uh, maybe don't know what they are i'm gonna, I'm gonna say it in a different way download this uh NFTs are, are, are nothing more uh, than uh, verification, verifiable ownership. So, like, you own your house, right, George? Yep. Why? Because uh, I need a place to live. No, why do you own a house? Why do, why do you own your house? And why do we all acknowledge that you own that house? Uh, why do we all acknowledge that I own 84 acres? In better investment Center? strategy than renting for some people. Some people want to feel the ownership. For me, personally, it's a business move. People, humans want to own things. Well, that we've talked about that. In the I'm past. saying why you have the answer is you have a deed. There's something that says you own this house. We all acknowledge that to be true. That exists in the physical world, whether it's a receipt, a deed, uh, a certification, whatever. Up until uh, NFTs on the blockchain, verification of digital assets wasn't really commonplace, right? Like it's it's nothing more than being able to say like, "Hey, I own this," and for that reason alone. And I think if you start looking at it through that lens, not like a, oh, here's a here's a, an 8-bit cartoon called, a, a, you know, a CryptoPunk. Uh, because these are collectibles, and it's cool, and it's where the space is at now, but just like any other industry, like, there's ev evolution that's going to take place. It's going to evolve, and the word I'll use is, it's going to mature. And eventually, these collectibles, these cartoons, these NFTs that, you know, most people think are like the pudgy pang of the bored apes, they're cool, and they were the catalyst and the first thing to, like, uh, launch and, and make the space uh mainstream but eventually it will mature i believe next up is generative art art created by code or algorithm well, and that's by the, what we have now it's right? already happening so that's like yeah fidenza's and some other ones that are like big and I, to be honest i actually don't know much about generative art i'm still kind of stuck in apes are not, not gener are generative art yeah, I thought a lot. There, of there are characteristics, but an artist made them, and it and each one and, they're and, all and, individually and crafted. I I don't know, but that's not what I'm talking about with gender. So, so some of I, some of them, some of those projects that are like own one. I don't know if own one is, but a lot. Some of those they co they program a code and they generatively create it's, it's those not, pieces. It's not it's not it's not what I mean. Got and it, it, got it, it, got truthfully, got it, got I it. I'd like to do more research got on this before okay, I speak okay, on it. Okay, but okay. generative art art created by code and algorithm solely. Um, I think is next, and then uh, uh, and then one of one art, I believe, will be the final evolution and maturity, like like real like real art, like you know what I'm saying, like uh, uh, individualized pieces, one of one 
artists taking time to create this thing that will have everlasting a turning value in the digital space and and it's just a a, a maturity that the, the the space has to has to go through to your to it makes it safer to keep that item too like say for example if it's on the internet and like you have paintings in your house that are electronic if your house burns down you're, you're not going to lose your assets let me tell you something i was in orlando and i was in this hotel and i'm walking by a really nice hotel bro beautiful art on the wall Big pieces, like even Kevin. Kevin took a picture of it, and I took a picture of this one piece, and we were like, "Yo, this, did you see that? It's cool." And I had to stop. I was like, "Why do I have to be in fucking Orlando, Florida, to be able to enjoy and admire this art?" And in the digital world, with NFTs, if digital displays become mainstay and everyone has them in their household, you can put your art anywhere in the world on any display like this and i don't have to be in this random hotel in orlando to enjoy a piece of work that someone spent a lot of time on the ability the the um uh, ubiquitous nature of nfts among many things is also very exciting for me i could i could talk about this forever i, I get, think, did i answer that twitter yeah, question yeah yeah you did I th- and, and and by the way just just quickly to touch on i think where you started was actually higher level than where you ended yeah which was yeah, yeah. which was which was i think where the the true future of it is bridging the gap between what currently exists watermarks to claim your art online to a true way of do you know what i'm saying so i think i think the big win ends up being commercial ownership uh programming so it's like it's like getty images your watermark is useless bro like somebody's gonna crop that out and and by the way like even if they don't like who who really traces back that ownership I think commercial ownership is a pro like commercial digital ownership will be a problem solved by NFTs for 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 things that are in demand. That's the only asterisk I'd I'd, I'd add to that because like, who, who, yeah, maybe, but like, but even like as far as memes are concerned, like, do you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, you you produce a meme, no, and, and a meme that ends up getting seven hundred billion impressions, side eyed, the girl standing in front of the burning building. Imagine being able to say, "Yo, that's mine. I created that," and there's a and there's a blockchain receipt that points to it. So yeah, but you're still operating in collectible land. That's what I'm saying. That's like the most basic. Well, hold on a sec. That's to say that the importance of a one-in-one designed piece of artwork has more importance than the most valuable meme on the internet. That's exactly what I'm saying. And I think there's a lot of people that argue that. I'm not one of them. But I think 2021. Your meme in 2021 in 10 years will be the dumbest fucking uh, thing you Charlie have. bit my finger. We, it, it's cute, dude. But it, it has, does that mean but it anything has, to you? But it has, and by the way, I'm arguing a non-buy side. I don't have a side. But I think there are people out there who would argue that culturally... Um, for example, right now the biggest thing would be imagine owning an ape or an alien, right? There mm. are people out there that are like, "Yo, if you can give me ownership of Charlie bit my finger, bit my finger," or I'm, or I'm one saying, of those, I'm it saying, far outweighs. I'm saying no because the demand for that video is so much less than a in a zombie right now. Ape. But it's stood the test of time. Like if you ask no, anybody, if you ask anybody, like, what is the video from YouTube history? You know what I'm saying? I, I like probably would have said of, the same thing. A lot of people would say that. But who cares? But it's, like it's in five years, all... in five years, you may ask, yo, what is the collectible uh, crypto punk? And it's a zombie. Or that's why. That's why there's a there's a there's a group of people who all think the same thing and and value the same. But collection. it's a silo comparatively to the massive audience of of YouTube. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a tiny little silo. So so how do you provide true value? Is it is it is it that tiny silo? No, of- it, there needs to. I'm telling you, there, this is it. There needs to be demand. I, my assumption got is it, this, and I could it, be wrong. It. Is well, somebody did buy. Uh, yes. has they've been buying those memes as yeah, NFTs. And, 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 I, and I, at what value? I, I think they'll. I think they'll. 
turn out to be a bad purchase. Got it. Is, it's got my it, guess. Got it. Got it. Got it. Um, is our next guest here? By the way, no, he, or, he's he's running a little late. He is. Okay. What, what else? Is there? There's um, pl- pl- plenty of stuff. Uh, sorry, I was I was. He is oh, here. he is here. And by, by by the way, if you're watching this episode of Impulsive, uh, do you have thoughts on this topical uh, discussion that we just had? I know there's uh, it's a lot of fun. Uh, should we middle show it, beginning of show it on these boys only episodes? Run through a bunch of topics, rapid oh. fire. How do you guys feel about it? Let us know in the comments. Do, do you have anything else? I mean, if he's here, I mean, I don't have anything substantial. All right. Fuck it. That's it, guys. That's all we got. Hit that subscribe button. Uh, thank you for listening to Impulse, the number one podcast in the world. We're going to keep attempting to find random locations in the world to, to shoot these episodes. Trying is lying. We're going to. We're going to. Yeah. It's it's uh, it's important to us um, while we get the studio set up in Puerto Rico. Till then, appreciate you. Love you. Bye. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.